Welcome, guys. Welcome. Ooh. <laughs> Welcome back to Kamisha Reviews. We're talking about P Valley, which I just finished watching. Baby, it was a lot. Last week was a lot. This week is a lot. Hold on. Are we on? Are we open? Hold on, y'all. I didn't even get my other. Did I? Sure, I may have. Anyway, we are back. Okay. The girls are on stage. Oh, yes, we're back. P-Valley is back. The pole is back. Come on, sliding on down. Come on, Keisha. You working today, baby. There you go. Get up on the pole. Let's go. All right. Let's jump into it. Oh, yeah, I almost forgot. We have a fairy godmother. Because Clifford is actually telling this story. I almost forgot. White Knights. It looks like a fairy tale. Uncle Clifford. Is narrating it like the fairy godmother or like at a strip club and Keyshawn is Cinderella? I don't know. But we're going to get into it. We're going to get deep, deep, deep into uh, Keyshawn, a.k.a. M.I. Quickie letter, quickie letter, I. Quickie letter, quickie letter, I. Hump back, hump back, I. Okay. Let me get my girl back on stage so she can do her thing. And then we're going to continue on with the storyline. Okay. All right. Ciao. So, Uncle Clifford's narrative that I love is everything. It really is. We're going to jump back. Way back. Back in time. Ooh. Someone get my eye right now. I'm doing this. Ooh. And that was burning. The episode goes back to Keyshawn's days in high school. And then we're going to also catch back up to Dirty Dozen Tour. Mm. We're going back to the past, like I said. And we get to find out Keyshawn has a very wicked stepmother. This was old. I'm telling you guys, when I said this is old, this was completely the Cinderella situation, except in the strip club. It really was that. It was giving all of that. Mother and two beautiful stepsisters who didn't have to worry about anything. We get to see Keyshawn meeting the young Derek, a cheerleader who looks like it's kind of crazy because when Keyshawn was sitting there on that bench and the football player were making fun of her, and then he was like, Guys, back up. Beat he what well, he beat them to a pulp. They ended up getting suspended. He did not. Now you can look into that kind of deep. The two black football players get suspended. He does not because he's a cheerleader, apparently. I'm pretty sure it's a lot more than that. She is the ugly duckling, even though we know she's not. Derek seeks her out early. You look back at them, what you can say to her girl, no ma'am. We find out that he had a dad that beat the mess out of him. That she didn't see 
anything in herself. But Derek did from the beginning. Because, of course, we know he lifts the girls up a cheerleading. She didn't make the squad, but her sister does. So Derek doesn't really put his hands on Keyshawn until she's pregnant. And unfortunately, that's not a new story about a man that puts his hands on a woman that waits till she's pregnant. And the whole relationship in the beginning, nothing happened. Now, at that time, pretty much she was kicked out of her family's home. Now, I can look at the whole picture in the background and see that the stepmother made sure of that. Because she did not like Keyshawn. It was a lot of underlying things going on, to be honest, when it comes to Keyshawn and her family dynamic, especially with the stepmother, especially with the stepdaughters. Okay, and we'll get into that a little bit as well. Um, anyway, you look at him now and what he grew up with, even in the comments about college, I could have paid for college, but I'm going to help my parents out. Very arrogant. And you see him not working, and you see Keyshawn doing all the work. He is trapped in this town. And being just like his dad, even though you've seen his youth, he did not want to be. He's hot cold. He beats her. She comes home to flowers by the crib when she's pregnant. Promises, never, I'll never do it again. So let's let's flash to the future of this couple. And we see what Derek does to the kids. But before we go there, let me just talk about that. He was a white knight to her in her childhood. In her high school, in her days, she wasn't looked at as the one we see on the stage. The one that we see is a little girl that's so hurt. And she, her dad got remarried. Now, when she told the story about how she met Keyshawn's dad, she's like, I served a drink on the airplane. It was love at first sight or whatever. Keyshawn jumps in and says, remember, you served the drink to my mother as well. She pretty much says, it's not a fairy tale. You are a homewrecker who now has a home with my dad. All the little statements she makes. I'm trying, I'm raising two girls. She was like, no, you're raising three. Pretty much, she wanted to take over Keyshawn's mom's life. And as most women who were the side check, get rid of the child and have them not there. But when they were all getting ready for prom, I noticed something. Keyshawn's sitting there looking like, at least I can say that are primped and primed and looking beautiful ready for prom and then all of a sudden the daddy even says come take a picture of us Keyshawn like that's your kids your real daughter not to be funny your blood daughter is standing there not going to prom so when Derry comes in like the white knight with a dress and shoes for her it was looking like but one thing I did notice when, Ke when Keyshawn's dad asked her to take a picture, if you noticed, Keyshawn's dad puts his arms around her stepsister, but in a very inappropriate way. Just enough for you can see as she winced 
uncomfortable with her stepdad. Mm, a lot is going on right there. So Derek comes by with the shoes, comes by with the dress and everything. Fairy godmother. And takes her to prom. It's beautiful. And this is the first night he she gives herself to him. Everything is great from the dress to the shoes. Of course, she, I'm pre, I'm not for sure, but she probably got pregnant from this. Of course, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they had more than one time when they were doing this, right? So anyway, her and Derek make a go at it. Even in the beginning, he's trash talking her. I should never stick my stick in you. All the regrets that he has of even sleeping with her when she's working at the Piggly Wiggly or wherever she's working at, pregnant, and he's at home. So he was a deadbeat man before they had their first child. She stayed with him because she didn't think she was worth anything. She saw her dad and what she did, and then the stepmother. Now, when she came home from prom, she said, I'm sorry I came home from prom late. The stepmother said, don't worry about it. I won't tell your dad you were late. She was sitting there crying. And she said, so he brought you an outfit and shoes that fit perfectly, and you didn't have to pick out anything. She was like, yeah. She said, be careful with that. Because somebody like that can easily replace you as another Barbie doll. She did kind of give her a little bit of advice. And she was crying deeply. And to me, that crying deeply was because she probably found out that he had been messing with her daughter. But women like that, you think they would leave. But no, she has a big house. She has all these things. She has the appearance of a great family. She doesn't want to lose that. So instead of losing that, she's going to stay in the relationship. Because I can tell. By the way, she was sitting there crying. Oh, yes. Mama knows. Mama knows the tea. And she also knows what's going on with her daughter. But she's choosing herself, not her daughter. Because she should have left. And to make things worse, she don't want Kishan coming back there. She don't want Kishan at all around. I think she's also jealous and can see the beauty in her. Because for her, she's probably been known always for her beauty. And the way she's looking at it as, oh, no, ma'am, you're not coming in here to outshine my kids or me. I already have my daughter who's getting out, who's outshining because he wants her over me, which is really sad. She's looking at the girl as competition with a grown ass. All right. Let's get back to uh, Keyshawn. We flash back to the present time. And, of course, her manager, Woody, is, you know, of course, pushing the wigs. The wigs didn't go through. But before we get to that, let's talk about fairy godmother, Jocelyn, as they come there to honor those who did their thing before. Okay? She came there to honor her, to let her know they're going to always see you as a hoe. But you don't let it be. That's all that they see. You keep on pushing. She gave her some good advice. Because Keyshawn is that, but she doesn't see it, but we all do. Woody comes to her and says, you know, the shoe did not, did not do well. Get to that. 
Let me get to Big T with Little Murder. It wasn't much of them in the episode. But, of course, Woody come through with the kids for the motel and everything. Y'all, you know, whatever, whatever. You know, he talks a lot of big noise. Y'all don't deserve anything. Y'all broke, blah, blah, blah. Big T throws the key. We don't need it. So they're sitting there talking because after she goes, after she comes back, after doing her, her thing she does, and all the money is spread and they're celebrating. She asked Big T, are you okay? He said, Lil Murray was like, you are not good. Then Big T say, I'm good. Open your legs. I was like, okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Rome. My bad, my bad, my bad. That was wrong. Talking about Rome. Woody and Keyshawn kind of look at each other like, are they doing something? But the look, not actually saying it. So Lil Murray goes ten to two, big big T. Okay. Of course, Keyshawn is like, is Little Murder? Because you know, last thing she knew about was her. I'm sorry, with him and uh, Uncle Clifford. That was it. So, child, all that's going on. We're going back to the past, obviously. We're going back and seeing everything about her and her past. What we don't know is that when Rome's come back to talk to her about how the wigs did not go through, he comes to her and says, I have these stripper shoes. She looks at like stripper shoes. I think, you know, they might call her bougie, maybe because of where she came from in her life. And I can understand that, how she grew up. She doesn't want to represent strippers. She wants to do something beyond that. But he's looking at it like, look, it's stripper shoes. Let's just get the money. So he comes in there with a robe on. She's getting dressed for the Jocelyn has an after show. So they're getting ready for that. He comes in with his robe open, is ready to go. She's like, yo, okay, open. What's going on? He's like, oh, oh, he did this whole thing. Did you like what you see? Bro. I was so annoyed with that entire scene. Now, one time did she ever give you a hint that she wanted you? If a woman does not give you a hint, why do you just put yourself and assume that she wants you when she does not? It was disgusting. So he did. Uh, okay. He tried to, because it's hard for me to say this. He tries to force himself on her. Okay. She actually gets a chance to escape and she goes to Woody. Now, he made a point of telling her before, you know, she actually escaped that, you know, <sighs> Rome is selfish. Big Teak is acting crazy. We already know that already, right? Okay. They got a black man being killed on the news and he's confused about the relationship with Lil Murder. Now, he discovers a postcard that he was planning on sending to Uncle Clifford. He has evidence of murder and Teak in the relationship. He wants to ruin murder reputation. I don't understand this dude. And because he's been so allegedly generous, I use this, trying to get her to, you know, Keyshawn doesn't want to have anything to do with him. Not like that. She looks at him as if this is a business. 
You're my manager the way she's supposed to. She don't want him like that. So Woody, here's the whole story. This is what get me about Woody, though. When she tells Woody the whole entire story about the videotape, he looks to the side. I questioned Woody in the beginning. I thought that Woody wanted Lil' Murder. This is last year. But, I mean, I'm, it might be just how he was looking. I don't know. So Woody decided to go over to Ron's place. He laces his white powder with fentanyl to have him overdose. So Rome passes out. Last thing that we see is he passes out. Everybody's running. Now Keyshawn goes home. And she's wondering what's going on with her child. He's acting weird. Takes him to the doctor. His arm is dislocated. He got bruises on his back. So she comes home and she's like, you can beat me all day, but don't touch my children. Of course, he beats her and pulls out like the good iron you on my face and he he said what prompted him to get mad because she he said i gotta go the kids getting on my nerves i have an interview she said for what you're not gonna get it you're not gonna get the job she said let me take care of my kids she named all her baby then she said Derek, i was done girl if you don't get up out that house like i said this I'm not there, so obviously, but it's like, girl. So now Rome never ever got to the issue of where the because you know uh Rome never we never found out where the video is. And it's just a lot of questions. This episode was really was 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 a painful episode, but I'm happy we got to see the background of Keyshawn. We got to see everything, but I don't know what's gonna happen next. To be honest, we were we really weren't MP Valley. We were more of the we were on the tour. So is she gonna come back to the tour? Is she gonna bring her kids with her or leave a kid with somebody else? We even got to see old preacher preacher up in the uh. And, and working the cafe, talking about you gonna pay for this dinner. She's oh, she's ugh. Even back then. So, look, I don't know what's gonna happen, guys. All I know is this: this episode was painful to watch, but the conversation needed to be had. And also, I love seeing. Her background and seeing how trashy her stepmother is. I really hope we get to see a black a background of Clifford, of a Clifford, because he told the narrative and he was saying that some of his how he wish I could save him when he was younger. I really hope that we get to get to him as well. I would love to hear his background and um little murder. That would be everything. So, anyway, guys, that was a recap of P Valley. Remind you guys again, my birthday is on the fifth the fifth all right guys p valley was everything we came through got some money okay <laughs> it's over and done with 
All right, guys, until next time, hopefully I'll find my fairy godmother to come through and bless me with some stuff. This is the end, guys. Next time. <laughs>